When I was a boy, our imaginations gave us special imaginary abilities. Okay? You know, in the back, there wasn't a lot of room in the back seat of a 1980 Buick Skylark. And road trips at times could be mind numbing, to say the least. All right? If this was the back seat of the 1980 Buick Skylark, this was my seat. Okay? This is where I sat. And on road trips at times, tempers would flare and the imagination would come into play and there would be a line, an imaginary line drawn, a shield that, that went from the seat to the ceiling, all the airspace in between, and you couldn't cross the line. You couldn't pass the line. You would even make the noise, vroom, line. And you couldn't pass the line. Anybody that passed the line, they were, it was against the rules. No touching. You know, we, you, remember, you, you remember playing the game, get your nose. Everybody ever played the game, get your nose? You know, you know, you play that when you're little, you play it so much that you get tired of it. Somebody's all the time coming along getting your nose. So you, our imaginations, we, we made up the invisible shield, didn't we? You even make the noise. You got the shield on, you can't do anything. Unless you had an invisible shield taker offer, which too was invisible, okay? I mean, that's the way that it too was invisible and you could take the invisible shield off and get the nose again. Our imaginations are amazing, aren't they? They are at work. I thought about this imaginary shield last week. When Eddie Cron came out after the sermon, said that he enjoyed it. Where are you, Eddie? Thank you. Appreciate that. And said, he said this, I don't understand how people don't see that they have a responsibility. If they understood, he said, they would obey. I agree. He said, if folks understand their responsibility, if they understood it, would they act? That's when I thought about the the invisible shield. Do we play that game when we come to worship or or hear a sermon, do we put up a, an invisible shield? If we do, when does the shield go up? Does it go up b- before you come in the door? Does it go up when the sermon starts? Does it go up when the singing starts? When does the shield go up? Maybe it's a permanent shield. Maybe it's never, never taken down so that the, the gospel can't do its powerful work. So that the conscience can't creep in. So that the word of God can't convict you of your sin. Each week, I hand to you from God's word. Words that deal with Christian zeal. Christian living. Christian love. The need for... the. For strength, the need for repentance, the need for, for baptism. I, I bring to you words for, that, that tell you of the need for grace. Last week, 
did the sermon about living and abiding in the vine and, and bearing fruit, what, what Eddie was referring to from, from John 15, did that hit home or did it hit the shield? Jesus, in his parable of the vine and the branches, was teaching in John 15 about personal responsibility. We have a personal responsibility to remain in the vine and as a branch bear fruit, and if we don't, then we'll be, we'll be cut off. It's very simple. Eddie's, Eddie's question last week and, and my question to, to you is, why do you put up this, this invisible shield? The answer, Eddie, I, I, I know it. I struggle with this answer. It's very simple. People have always been that way. From ancient times till today, John 3 verse 19 stands true. And this is the condemnation that the light has come into the world and men love the darkness rather than the light because their deeds were evil. Men love darkness rather than light. Men's always been that way. My invisible shield detector which is sitting right here, it's invisible, just went off. Just went off. Has this room become filled with the cold, the indifferent, and the unconcerned? Has your shield gone up? Is my detector right? Jesus said in Matthew 13, verse 14, explaining why he spoke in parables to begin with. He says, seeing they do not see, and hearing they do not understand, and in them the prophecy of Isaiah is fulfilled, which says, hearing you will not hear, and shall not understand, and seeing you will not perceive, for the hearts of the people have grown dull, their ears are hard of hearing, and their eyes have closed, lest they should see with their eyes and hear with their hearts, and turn so, so that I should heal them. I'm preaching to you words of life. I've told you how to have eternal life. Abundant life. How to get it. How to keep it. A promise given by God to all those who, who love, trust, and obey Him. A promise of rest. The Hebrew writer. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 1 Peyton read part of that this morning. Therefore, since a promise of rest remains of entering, excuse me, therefore, since a promise remains of entering his rest, let us fear, get this, let, let us fear lest any of you seem to have come short of it. You can come short of it, of the promise. Have you? Do you know? Do you know? Where's the wall gone up? Has the invisible shield gone up? I preach, I preach the gospel to you each week. 
Hebrews chapter 4 verse 2. For indeed the gospel was preached to us as well as them. But the word which they heard did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in those who heard it. To many of you, my preaching is without profit because you don't believe. You don't believe. You hear it, those who are not Christians, you you hear it. But without belief, you can't become a Christian. You hear me, those who say you, you are Christians... But you don't have faith enough to even question God. It takes a lot of faith to question God. The Word of God does not profit you. Shields up. I hope this next verse can get through. I'm going to put my invisible shield drill on it. Okay, Set up my invisible shield drill right here. I hope this, hope this verse gets through to you. Romans chapter 14, verse 12. Each of us shall give account of himself to God. You have a personal responsibility to become a Christian and remain in Christ. Let me remind you of your responsibilities and see if, as I throw them out there, if they, if they stick or if they bounce off. This invisible shield. You have a responsibility to put first things first. Well, what's first? Matthew chapter 6 verse 33, But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Have you? Have you sought God first? Are you seeking God and Him first? Or are other things getting in the way? Did that get through? Did that get through? Let me remind you of the importance of attending Bible classes on Sunday and Wednesday. The elders, that's what they want us to do. They're the leaders of this congregation. They want us because the head of this congregation, Jesus Christ, in His Holy Word, has said that's the way you do things. Let me remind you of the importance to worship on Sunday, morning and night, and not forsake, Hebrews 10.25, assembling together as some do. Let me, let, let me remind you that you need to be faithful in your attendance and, and, and everything. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 58, Be ye steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Let me remind you, Did that get through? Did that get, did that get through the shield? Let me remind you that we are commanded to give. 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verses 1 and 2. It's a privilege to be able to give our money to the church. 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verses 1 through 8. And that God loves a purposeful and cheerful giver. 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 6 through 8. Did that bounce off last week? Did that bounce off? How about today? Let me remind you, and I hope this gets through the invisible shield. 
Let me remind you of the need to act godly. Titus chapter 2 verses 11 and 12 we are to deny ungodliness in our speech, in our, in our actions in our dress, in our manner of living and live soberly, righteously and godly in this, in this present age you have a personal responsibility to go into all the world and tell everybody that you can about the gospel Mark chapter 16 verse 15 By now, many of you who call yourselves Christians, by now, Hebrews 5 verse 12, you ought to be teachers. Did that sink in? If it did, see Eric Hagen as quick as you can. He's looking for some teachers. Let me warn you, not to neglect... So great a salvation. Back to Hebrews 2 again. But give heed to what we have heard, lest we drift away. And you can drift away. You can drift away from from the truth. You can drift away from the gospel. You can drift away from what you know to be right. We must understand Hebrews 10.38. The just shall live by faith. But if anyone draws back, my soul has no pleasure in him, God says. But... Are you out there? Hello? We are not those who draw back. We're not retreating here. We're on this battlefield and we're not going to retreat. We are not those who draw back to perdition, but those who believe in the saving of the soul. Do you believe? Do you believe? Shields up. Put them down. Put them down. Put them down. Put the shields down. Each one of us has a personal responsibility to obey. Galatians chapter 6, verse 5. Each one, it says, shall bear his own load. Let me remind you again. Romans chapter 14, verse 12. I've got that drill, that invisible drill set up again. Each shall give an account to God. Ask yourself. Take an account now of yourself. Ask. What if everybody were like me in this congregation? What if everybody was like me? How would attendance be? Full or empty? If everybody were like you, how would attendance be? Spotty? What if everybody gave of their money like you did? Like you do? What would the contribution be if everybody gave like you? Would it be 2 Corinthians 9 verses 6 through 8? Would it, be, would it be sparse or bountiful? What if everybody gave with a grudge, out of necessity like you do? Or cheerfully? What if everybody gave as cheerfully as you do? What about the influence of the church in the community? Would it be stronger if everybody were like you? Or would it be devastated because of your influence? If everybody was like you now, remember Matthew 13, 33, you don't know when the Lord's coming back, so take heed, watch out, act in your life like He's coming back at any time. Has the shield gone up? 
Am I getting too personal? If everyone here were like you, would the church have a good reputation? Would the church, if everyone were like you, would they enjoy favor with all the people? Acts chapter 2 verse 47, so that we would have unprecedented growth because the Lord would be adding to the church daily those that such should be saved. If everybody were like you, would that be the way the church would operate here at Fountainhead? If everyone here were like you, would they be a tower of spiritual strength? Ephesians 6 verse 10, strong in the Lord and the power of His might? Or would they be weak, confused, tired, uncaring? If everyone here at Fountainhead were like you, would this be a friendly congregation? If it was up to you, would visitors get spoken to? Would the congregation, each and every one of us in the congregation, would we know how you felt about us? If, if everybody was like you? Would there be any visitors, visitors at all if it was up to you? Would, it, would visitor one walk through the door if it was up to you? everyone were like you, would there be harmony and peace here at Fountainhead or, or discord and contention? Are you, Ephesians 4 verse 3, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace? If every parent here were like you, how would all our children act? Here and elsewhere. Would they be brought up knowing the Lord? Ephesians chapter 6 verse 4. How would every one be if they acted like you here? How would things be here at Fountainhead if everyone were like you? Did all this just bounce off? It just bounce off? I get too personal. Did I lose you? Am I preaching without profit? Will you walk out Shield intact, ready for another round. Eddie, have some come to the light only to remain in darkness? Should be our question today, huh? Remember, you must give a personal account to God someday. So you must take your personal responsibility seriously. Quit playing games. Be a real man and a real woman. Make a real decision. Become a real Christian.